Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody and welcome to this week's uh, podcast, the Old Wolves Fancast in your ears. David Evans here. Um, I believe, gentlemen, with me making their first appearances for this season. If you need a Sean Dice voice replacement, this is the man you go to, Mr. Stuart Hall. Hello. <laughs> no, it's a, this is the first season in years that my voice is sending. You literally went through what a good six month it period. Was, it where... was nine months between when my voice going at Derby. And coming back completely. <laughs> so when we en- ended the season and I couldn't speak at all, to starting the season and it was a, a bit worse, to then it finally being better around Christmas time. And it's back. Yeah, full, it's, ba- it's back. It's, it's full fully regalia. rested. Uh, and also, he is the quiz creator and today the quiz master. And uh, one of the founding <laughs> members of the Prosecco Wolves. You are. <laughs> Mr Daniel Hughes <laughs> is with us. Um, how many bottles of that Prosecco did you have on? It was only one bottle. To that- yourself? It was it was shared around the carriage, because we were celebrating life. We were celebrating it not being a Gillingham away on a wet yeah. night, a Barnsley two one in a midweek. We were, we were celebrating how far we'd come. Celebrate life. So, so is there going to be like regular meetings with um, a social secretary and taking the minutes stuff like that? Every every away game. Yeah, just get a bottle of prosecco. Yeah. Whatever, whatever the result. Whatever the result, Preset go, Preset go, yeah. It's just I'm I'm still flabbergasted at the the negativity towards it. The, the, there was one lad. Let was, people enjoy prosecco. <laughs> I've been drinking Southern Comfort since like nine o'clock in the morning. I've, so you I need to change. change. Good, good good tactic. You need to change drinks at one point. You need to you need to mix it all. Yeah. No, you don't you don't go for Southern Comfort to Banks is mild, do you? Hey. Sorry, Stu. But <laughs> you, you, you don't. But you do wouldn't. You? Stu you has got an asbestos stomach though. That's, yeah. yeah. Well, apart from Birmingham away, but that was poison. Um, now, going from Southern Comfort to Prosecco, though, normally you'd think the, the other way around. No. Are you starting Prosecco yeah, at nine you, in the morning? You've, you've known me long enough now that I'm not conventional in the slightest. <laughs> not in the slightest. I'm talking about Gillingham, though. Have you seen that today? That Sunderland have sold 2,200 tickets for Gillingham away. Really? Oh, that's a jaunt as Ten well. Ten hour round trip. To get paid 1 0 with Aaron McCary and goal. <laughs> hey, no. good old McCary. 
Good on McCary. Anyway, gents, before we go any further, of course, um, we have an advert to read out, of course, which we do now on podcasts. It's all the time on podcasts now, isn't it? Adverts. Yeah. We read it's, them out as well. It's almost like I'm thinking of changing a logo for something. Yeah, maybe. Uh, right, so any, well, look, before we go any further, gentlemen, if you're looking for a web design or your business needs a new logo or a bit of marketing, why don't you go take a look at our long-term partners, pixelyetimedia.com. Uh, they're not just web designers, they're a creative agency that cover all your design needs from websites, brochures and signage to marketing, logo design and branding. They also do our website as well, which is a pretty nice website as well. Uh, so go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. Dot com. Advert finished, gentlemen. Look at that. They are proper smart, to be fair. They are. They are really good. So go check them out. PixelYetiMedia.com. Should we do a bit of news, Ooh. gentlemen? Um, now, we always talk about the annual Academy signing, and we once again got that in this window, but a bit of a different level. Matt Max, sorry, Max Kilman. Great surname. <laughs> uh, 25 caps for England. Yes. But at futsal level, Dan's, Dan's <laughs> not sure about the this. level that we all crave. Um, he signed on deadline day from Maidenhead United. He did the whole dream, Jamie Vardy, non-league to Premier League straight away. Uh, but like Stu, you flagged this up on the group. This is interesting. I can't think of any time this has ever happened ever before. All I know about futsal is that Portugal seems to do very good at it all the time at international level. Yeah, it's it's like them. Um... The tricksters as well that you get on at half time who can juggle the ball but they yeah. can't actually do anything else. But futsal's actually incredibly skillful. Yeah. So I mean I don't know why it's I can't think of any footballer that's come from futsal before. Well I think in the the article you shared, didn't they say there was people like um is it Jordan Sanchez is at Dortmund? No, didn't he wasn't he it said he was like partly he came from that background. Yeah, no, I mean I mean in in this country. Oh in this country. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's, no one even knows about no. it half the time. Is a futsal, you think oh Foosball, most yeah. people, most people would think of, but no, it's pioneers again. Dan, it is fast. It is fast growing, isn't it? I remember watching like Eric Cantona play beach football back in the day, but <laughs> now it's like futsal and esports that and the fast growing. It's like when you used to when you used to watch the Masters in yeah. the summer, FIFA <laughs> FIFA Street. Oh, oh, I love it. I think they're going to have the FIFA Street modes in the new FIFA. It's, sim- it's similar to that. Eh? It's like in the um, survival mode as well in kickoff. Ah, oh, last man is it? Last man standing. It's when you score a goal and you lose a player? Yeah. I, mean, oh, I love that mode. Or as someone said on Twitter, Middlesbrough away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm looking for... Well, again, back to, uh, back to FIFA. Surely more than you will be on it. Yeah, I'm getting a bit slightly nervous that we'll we'll buy it and it won't be on there. Well, new Tottenham ground will be there before they take yeah. it. So, if theirs is modelled and it's not even open, then surely that the Graham Hughes stand as well will be on Molyneux. you oh, think so. so. going to hope so. But they've got the... Um, La Liga license now as well, ain't they? Oh, have they? Fully. So you know they. So they'll have all the La Liga stadiums, apart know? from the new Camp Course that's in the Ruler Pez for one more year. Um, I don't know why people play Pez. I really don't. You need educating the, the demos out soon, so you can all try. No, look, um, I'm a fan of Pez Sweet, the dispenser. Yes, all for that, but not said game. The fact that Stu still calls it Pez <laughs> shows that it's still the the minion compared to FIFA. It's, a, it's, it's a pure, pro Evo. It's the purest choice. Nice. They still Long got the gone. England license, uh, Pez. <laughs> they've got the uh, they've, Scot- got, they've got the Scottish League wow. license. They've lost Turkey. The, they've lost the Champions League, haven't they? To, yeah. to FIFA, it's all going to go to FIFA eventually. But you don't need that anyway. You just get they're the, like they like Disney. They're going to. You just get the um, just it takes ten minutes just to import all the kits and everything. <laughs> it's part of the, when it was in the old um, PS2 days, you actually bought a little kit. Um, 
they plug in the USB port, and this was PS2, so this was what, 2004-ish? Yeah, early 2000s. Um, well, the first one came out in 2000, PS2, mm. so I had it in the Christmas, but yeah, it was later on. You plugged it in, and you transferred the files off a PC and did it, and it took eight hours <laughs> changing. And in fairness, it. a lot of games on Xbox you know, take that long just to <laughs> load up on there, where you have to download, it's ridiculous. Why can't you just play a game anymore? Put well, the disc in. that thing at the window. You can't play Spider-Man on Xbox, can you? Oh, can you not? The yeah. new Spider-Man? PS4 exclusive. <sighs> One of the Club. best things about getting a game as a kid, you go to town, go to game or electronic boutique, buy the game. Another planet for the Another independent planet. games. Get, get on the bus, open the game, look at the little uh, sleeve <laughs> side, read the little stories inside just before you got home, played it. One of the best things. I'm telling you. Them days have long gone. Yeah. EB. <laughs> Loved EB. Um, any thoughts on... On, on Max and Futsal. I'm sure he's a nice guy, not met him personally, of course. Well, the the Portugals, the young Portuguese lads we've got it, yeah. you know, they seem to be like always on they the Insta stories watching it, yeah. so there's got to be something in it, but can he do it on a cold indoor night <laughs> at, at Aldersley? Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's the thing, where, where would they even play Futsal here? He'd probably be Aldersley. It's too big to me. Because you need the, the unless they put barriers around the edge, like they're doing Masters football. Well, we'll create our edge. own futsal league. Because <laughs> we they used to do futsal. And you, remember the old Molyneux Leisure Centre? Yeah. On the car park, they used to do it in there. Year in the nineties. Because I, I, it was my uh, when I was twelve, and I, I missed a penalty in the final of that. Sore memories for you still. That's where all the emotional distress comes <laughs> from. You, you still lie awake at night thinking of that miss. Yeah. We've all been there. I still f- laces out, <laughs> laces out. Oh, I'm delaying the I'm delaying the inevitable conversation we're about to have. Shall we Shall we talk about the conversation we're about to have? What the um, the most northern Chinaman in the world, who we also signed on deadline day. Not just that person, but the game we had at the weekend is what I'm going <laughs> yeah, to talk about. Board, like, let's talk about uh, Saturday and Wolves have their first defeat of the season, which is only the second game of the season, by the way, uh, away to Leicester 2-0. An own goal from Doherty and a Madison goal gave Leicester the win. Gentlemen, both there. I was obviously shopping around Ikea on Saturday afternoon. So I was checking... Not with Tim Spears that time, though. No, that was, I had to take something back on the Sunday. And I was walking out, got in the car, and there was old Mr Spears with the girlfriend in tow. And I was like... So she is real? Yes. Oh. But I thought, oh, if I had just like maybe gone and got a hot dog or something, I could have... 50p hot dog from Ikea. Yeah. I thought you could get a hot dog and a drink and something else for £1.30. That's why I like... You have to make it yourself. And then you could go deluxe for 20p more. So £1.50 for that, that's incredible. Yeah, there's not a kid being killed in the background, that's my daughter, trying to be put to bed. She's thinking about Leicester. Yeah. She's thinking, <laughs> no, not again. Not again. Not again. Ikea hot dog. <laughs> Never again. Right, Leicester. Was it because... No, frustrating result, given the fact... Was it a frustrating result because of the performance? Because Wolves hit the, the you know the woodwork three times. They missed a sitter with Doty, which we'll talk about. I think Bonatini had a chance in the second half as well. Yes, you can come away feeling positive about it in, in certain aspects. Was it just really frustrating because Wolves could have been home and dry after half an hour? We should have battered them easily. It's, it won't... The fact that it was it was unbelievable more than frustrating because we were so dominant against them, especially in that first half hour, um, that you're thinking, well, I know there's not many of them left now, but this is a club that won the Premier League yeah. two oh, years ago. Yeah. And 
Is Schmeichel still there? Who were they missing apart from Mares? I mean, drink water. Canter, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Dyer as well. Yeah. Lineker. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Canter and drink water, to be fair. That was the in- the engine room, wasn't it? Yeah. But DD and that Mendy did look pretty solid, though. Yeah, I mean, they, they've still got very good players, mm. and our midfield more than matched them. And I so, thought there was moments within that first 15, 20 minutes where our wing backs was really effective, like it was last season. There was times when Bolly was picking out passes to like there was one he, he played to Johnny round. There's two centre backs yeah, yeah, yeah. to Johnny. We looked like we hey, we played last season. I think that that first goal literally kicked, knocked the stuffing out of us. It was just a, it was so against the run of play. It was mm. ridiculous, and it. it what? How? How do you? You can't defend against things like that. Where you, mm. it bounces off the top of someone's head and then hits someone else flat in the face, and it it's bullet headed in by I accident. There was a foul on Nevers in the lead up to that, or, or there was a there, there was a bit of a there could have been a soft foul given, yeah, which there was quite a few soft fouls given throughout the game. It was. I think mean, it was a bit too early to be exaggerating falls like there were. Yeah, especially Jota. I mean, Jota and Costa. It's like Silas being duplicated again. <laughs> He's so I don't know, from last season when he was being battered all over the pitch, Jota especially, and he was getting back up and just brushing it off and carrying on. Sadly, again, he just he got muscled off the ball way too way easily, too easy. and then sulked rather than tracking back, getting back on his feet and trying to make up for it. He was sulking and throwing his arms around, almost like he got too big for his boots, and that's why he was hooked at half time. But it was just. It was so impressive, and then to go down one nil, and then two nil from a deflection. It was just, it was just a kick in the teeth. I think everyone at half time was just absolutely gutted. Do you think that goal would have come if that own goal didn't go in? No, no so way. It, just, it was going to be one of those games where no matter what we did, it wasn't going to. Happen. Well, they didn't create anything either, really, did they? I don't really remember. They'd what two, two shots, two shots yeah. in in all yeah. games. Patricio, which is even worse when you think of it like that. I mean, Patricio didn't get his arms dirty. And he's cut off sleeveless shirt. Hmm. He's impressive. I think but, there was just one good like catch that he had in the first half where he was quite fast passing and there was someone going to come in and, and edit. But apart from that, I don't really remember him being tested. He was just routine crosses and yeah. back passes from what I remember. Yeah, there was nothing that didn't trouble us at all. And we we scored, we scored their goal for him. And that was... I mean, he went to individual players... I don't know where this Moutinho thing's come from because he was absolutely superb for me. Yeah, but this is the internet, so let, <laughs> let's just bear that in mind. But yeah, some people on uh, is it on Monumix they were suggesting drop him. Yeah, of course they are. The same people who were suggesting dropping Sace, who never wants Sace back <laughs> last season, who were oh let's let's drop everyone who has a, even a modicum of a bad game. It was just because Moutinho was taking all the corners and and wide free kicks, whereas we were ruined with Douglas's delivery last year. Moutinho. Was poor at well, doing that. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get on to expectations. Let's do that on the end of the Leicester. Because there's a few opinions on that that people want to express <laughs> on that. But okay, the Doty goal. People obviously, some people were saying it was a great own goal. But I think from reflection, you look at the replays and perhaps he was a bit unlucky with the own goal. It's just reflex. I think he was all he was already the ball was coming over. He was just going to head it out behind for a corner. That's what I think anyway. Yeah. And then the little nick that Cody's got has forced it onto his head and he's he's got no chance. I mean, if he, if he wants at all, then he might have got away with it, but mm. he might have hit the top of his head. Or like, like That's why we've got to get Johnny Roy back <laughs> in the back in the middle. <laughs> uh, it's just one of them. It came at him too too quick for him to readjust his, 
his stance for what he was prepared to head it away. And before you know it, it's in, it's in the back of the net because of how, how fast the cross came in. It's just one of them. He couldn't have headed it any better. Mm. No. And if you go if you go back before that, Doherty has a chance to put Wolves up. Some people say he was missing a sitter. Some people say again there was another deflection and he couldn't probably get his body right for it. I think he came to him a bit quickly. He still should have done better with it. Mm. But again, he's it's another case of it just wasn't going to be our day because yeah. he, he couldn't have hit it. Well, if that, if that drops to Jimenez, who was again excellent. Mm. It would have been a, it might have been a different story, but it's fallen to our right wing back, who's in a split second after it, maybe a slight defection, maybe he was unsighted, but he scuffed it. He should have done better with it. Mm. But again, he's got it into the position. That was the thing. We we didn't not create the chances. We did we created lots of chances. Mm. And if it was the other way around, you'd be concerned. But we are creating an incredible amount of chances, considering it was the second game. And it was Leicester away. But that's the thing. Again, I can understand people, you get frustrated, look at the result and look at that, how we played. But ultimately, it being two games in, Wolves created chances. It's not like we lost 2-0 and we didn't have a shot on goal and it was very flat. Wolves are actually creating You look the at chances. some of the previous Premier League seasons and we've, we've gone away to teams and we've barely created a chance. You can't be negative. We can't get overly negative. It's, it's worrying that we got beat 2-0. But on another day, in the Premier League, first goal is always important. Mm. I said it before the game, we've got the first goal, we'll probably go on to win it. And it turns out, like we said, we're still creating chances. We just need to get that first win, I think, to yeah. get a bit of and actual think, belief that they belong at this level. And that's why I think people are getting a tiny bit nervous because I look at the fixtures thinking, right, OK, you've still got Man United, OK, Man City, OK, coming up, where's that first one going to come from? But it's you, you can't get worried yet you look at, at all. You look at the first four games before the international break and you think, well, OK... Two points out of that. A bit disappointing, but hugely possible. We won't even get one point. You mm. don't know. But West Ham is so pathetic that you'd think we would get at least a draw there. Um, you get you expect nothing from Man City. And Leicester, again, it's away from home. A point at best. You expect a point away from home. But again, we're expecting a point away from home against the three years ago champions of the mm. league. So, yeah. whereas last season, most people would have been happy with the playoffs. I think you just... If we if we go into the international break with one or two points, I know this is going on to expectation again, but we could still be above Arsenal. Hmm. It's it's, it's August, but people need to grab up. It goes nicely onto a, a something that I think Dan put on the group, which is, was that when the year big salmon now, yeah, <laughs> basically <laughs> when Leicester won the league, they drew their first game to all at home to Everton <laughs> and lost their next game away two 0 it's our year, gentlemen. It's our year. It's our year. I'm talking about the second goal, Madison's goal. He's doing really well for Leicester so far. Yeah, anything, anything better for that? Could Wolves done better for that? Or <laughs> you think it, some people were saying about Cody turning again? But that's what he's going to do. That's his. It's an. He's not stupid, is he? I mean, you tell anyone, are you going to stand there unless you've been a seasoned defender from the age of what six or seven, and you you're built like a tank? Mm. Are you going to stand there and get the ball blasted into you? Or are you going to try to turn turn the block and get your foot in, which is what he's, he's tried to do. He did it against Everton. Uh, didn't really work, even though Richarlison bent the ball round him. And again, it's come off him because he's, he's turned. But that's how he defends. Mm. Did it fine last year. It happened loads. But again, you're against better players. If it was anyone else, he could have overhit that and it could have gone in for a corner. It was just one of them things. 
Madison call up for England, do you think, on this? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you'll get it this time. Mm. Um, in the October November uh, round, if he carries on, I mean, I said at the time, now I said, oh, if 25 million for Madison, you, you'd snap your hand off because yeah. he's superb. And he destroyed us at Norwich away last year. I think we missed about not getting him in January. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of Cody. You'll get that call up. I don't know how he, how he would have fit in our system, but I still think he would have been a good player to have. I think he's young enough and clever enough to adapt to it. Yeah. A bit like, well, Gibbs White's not a naturally central, natural central midfielder. Mm-hmm. And he but he plays... adapts very well to it, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly so. Um, I'm going to talk about um, Ad- Ad- Adama Troy. Made his debut, <laughs> of course. He was a bit of a handful, wasn't he? He's, uh, he makes you feel inadequate as a man. <laughs> Just he's, he's, sheer... he's the first player I've looked at, I thought, <laughs> yeah, excitement. He's, he... He's like Sack- in what way are you talking excitement? That, <laughs> that, that worried me for a he's second. Like, he's like Sacco on speed. He's a big lad. He's, he's built. He's massive. He's fast. He's skillful. In the end product thing is a bit of a myth. I mean, there was it, but the amount of times he got to playing, putting an end product in, more than compensated for the fact that yeah, he could have hit one through ball to Doherty that went out for a goal kick. There was a couple where he got tackled, but again, next time he got the ball, he was running straight back at him yeah. again. So you can see why that tweet from Bob Mortimer um, when they sold him, and he was absolutely devastated. From um, Middlesbrough point of view, concerns me with a Traore is he doesn't seem to really want to get behind the defence. It, it has to be to his feet for them to then run at the fullback. Mm. I think wasn't he's got that, that much lo- pace? Yeah, wasn't that like Saka though? Yeah, and kind yeah. of like Jarvis as well at some well, I think point. Like, with the way that we've played last season with like Neves and Cody spraying balls literally to that touch line for then you to get behind the full back he doesn't seem that type of player I think no. the idea though is Ormo Traore and Cav in some ways are sim- some ways are similar players and you can take one off and always put almost the same player or keep that same player on the pitch if you know what I mean it's a, it's and just you can a, swap it round it's another option here we haven't got anyone like that. there isn't anyone like that there will be games where he literally pillages a full back yeah. hmm. I, mean, I, I thought Liam Chill had dealt with him well at times but he's a kind of player like Cav where you can bring him off the last half an hour tie defence and he's, they're perfect like that and you're going to and say no you're going to get some idiots who are going to moan at him because he's erratic he's, he's a bit crazy and the, until he had to go and play right wing back, which a bloke next to me clearly couldn't understand that he was playing right wing back and he couldn't then bomb forward like he was when he came on, which I had to explain nicely to him. Um, but he just he wasn't stuck to the left, he wasn't stuck to the right, he was just everywhere. Mm. And it wasn't like they were trying to pick him out, he just appeared and he got the ball and he ran it under every single time and they were terrified of him. It looked like something was going to happen every time he got the ball but it, it, they became a bit too reliant on, on him for me at, at times in that second half. I think it was desperation was setting at that point yeah. that nothing else was happening. Um, the silly... Jimenez was superb in the first half. Mm. Though, again, if he'd have been kept in the middle, something might have happened. But accommodating... Someone who looks as as useless as a three-legged chair, which he he's just completely he's shot. I don't know why he's there anymore. Who are we talking Bonatini? about? Here? Bonatini. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> he's he's so devoid of confidence now that I, he just I don't see him he, getting back to where he was. He's even grown grown a goatee. <laughs> it must be something that he's changed his image. He's changed his hair. He's changed every possible thing. But he might as well just change his feet because they don't work anymore. <laughs> and 
Jimenez was just wasted wide. When he mm. first started last season, he was always in the box. He just seemed to, yeah. like, you know, just just a goal anger. That's just where he, 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 he was. The, the luck might have been on his side at the time, but he seemed to find himself in the right place at the right time. But mm. every time we get anywhere near the box now, he's too deep. He's not quick enough to be where he needs to be. I, I'm a firm believer of in your first game, if you have a great chance and you miss it, then it's not going to happen for you for the rest of the, the time. And Bolantino had that chance against Borough and he nicked the ball. And I firmly believe if he'd missed that, he may not have gone on to have that prolific run as he did. Because I'm still a firm believer that when Siggy came back <laughs> and was, he had that one-on-one I mean... against Bolton and it got saved, I think Mason followed it up and scored. Firm believe if Siggy scored that, he would have been still here. He would be the GOAT. No. no. <laughs> um, any, it, uh, it, go on, go on. It was just, it was almost as if when we got the ball, ball wide and Bonatini was in the middle, they didn't, it's got to the stage now, it seemed like they didn't want to pass to him. That's how bad he's mm. got. And you can't blame him because what's the point? I thought he was a bit, not silly, but bringing on Bonatini and it was. A, but I yeah, think, people talked about that. He seemed to try and change the shape a bit, and it didn't really work. He didn't really change. No. I think it was more of a sake of you two need to pull your socks up here, and I'm going to hook you both off because neither of them did anything at all. Mm. Costa and Jota were pathetic. I remember really. Jota did basically winning one free kick, and apart from that, he was just bustled off the ball too easy. Yeah, just didn't look at the races like he even wanted to be there. They, they believed the football index hype. That's what's happened to both of them. The uh, futures have risen dr- dramatically, but that, that have dropped dramatically in the last few days. They were just... I think that was, it was more of a statement to them too. Maybe in the long term it works, but in that game it just destroyed the shape because of Jimenez going wide, where he was just ineffective. Yeah. So we've, talk, we've talked about Jimenez um, being on the kind of good performances and people like Costa and Jota being on the bad. Any other ones from players who perhaps had a good game, perhaps didn't have a good game? Notable people on either side. Bennett. On the good side again. Good side, yeah. I'm glad Bennett's back. Just, just, it's just dependable, isn't it? I mean, you, it would be extremely harsh on him for, to be dropped if, say, if Den Donker wants to be fit for this week, which I don't, I don't think he will. I don't know what how you can or why you would. It just the, the shape of Bennett as the right centre back just seems to work a lot yeah. better, doesn't it? It's just he's just there. You know he's going to be there. You know he's not going to try anything silly. And. For a central defender to have his shirt tucked in and it never come untucked. It's a great skill. <laughs> exactly. It's a fantastic He doesn't skill. have to slide because he never messes up. That's a sign of a good defender. John Terry sliding all over the there place. There must be some kind of product he's got on, some like special <laughs> sticky tape that you'd see on QVC or something. Well, like fantastic. The, um, the, the finger tape for his guitar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and his acoustic sessions. He's a man of many skills, isn't he? He can actually really, sing as really well. good singer. Played the guitar and he's got a way of tucking his shirt in constantly for the game. He's a Complete jock. <laughs> he would be like the prom king. Would yeah, with a jacket, in like some sort of American Pie Wolverhampton remake. <laughs> um, anyone else on the good and bad sides? No, notably, Bolly was steady. Yeah, um, much, Bet- much better, much than, better than, than Everton. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there was anyone who really had a bad game. I no, think because... like people once said like Doherty was. I don't think he was that bad. I just think he, like little thing just went against him. But overall, I don't think he was poor. Yeah, I mean there, there was a couple of times when. Was, his crosses was um, yeah. a bit erratic because there was literally one person in the box. I think that was Traore the one time. Bonatini was outside the box. Yeah, and he he didn't. You can't really say anyone in that team was less than less than a seven. I don't I don't see how you come to that conclusion when they played that well, especially in the first half. Mm. 
first half an hour especially and Patricio did nothing wrong um, even his, his distribution against uh, Villarreal seemed a bit suspect but it was still pre-season mm-hmm. against Everton I thought he was okay and there's a couple of times when he, he sprayed him out wide and he, at first it looked like he was going out for a throw in and he never did um, I think that's a bit of a myth that's happened mm. come about as well and this whole Matinho thing is just a joke because mm. you, you um, my mum said as well that she said because she don't really know anything about him incredibly um, not watching European football um, she, said she watched him in the second half and he said it's the things he does off the ball and his movements and what he does for everyone else that you don't notice mm. it's the compass yeah exactly, exactly. we're not going to dismiss or argue against the Vardy red card either <laughs> yeah well, I was fuming I know I liked I liked Jamie Vardy until that. I genuinely liked him. I thought he was the type of player that I liked him on his, my team. Had him on his Christmas card list and no more. He just he what, just lost his head. He, he just it was completely the game wasn't like that either. There was no it was it was no Steve Walsh bully situations. Nothing like that was going on, and it was just completely out of the blue. There was no, the Leicester blue. There was no there was no need for it. And apparently though he has he went into the and apologised and yeah. checked he was okay, which is fair enough. Don't care. <laughs> still a rap for that challenge and he could have really hurt Doherty well, it, it's it's two terrible challenges in two weeks yeah and both times well as soon as we, they went down to 10 men I think well that's game over because we can't beat 10 men yeah just because of the we, we don't change system ever let's talk about expectations obviously usual social media meltdowns after the game but surely not it's the second game or is it just what that's what social media is now it's just that people make sensationalised comments perhaps to get that exposure or just that people need to calm down a bit. Well, real people who were there in actual physical skin person, no one moaned. I don't know anyone who was moaning about the result. Well, the result, yeah, but the performance after, everyone was saying, that's just one of them. Mm. We just, <laughs> You've got to take that. That happens sometimes because it was impressive. That's what football do to you. Yeah. And quite Claude Puel he said they were lucky. Mm. That sums it up. They were lucky. We again, someone's going to get a spanking from us this season. It could be Saturday. <laughs> Dan's looking methodical into the sky. Was, what do you think? That's the reason why I enjoyed the prosecco on the way back from the train <laughs> because it wasn't a bad performance. You literally have to just brush off the shoulder and go again for City. How do people join the prosecco club, Dan? Is there a way to get a newsletter <laughs> or fan mail? Is there a PO box number? Um, there's, there's an an initiation, okay. but it, it intends to involve prosecco. Yeah, <laughs> it's only a nine quid bottle of prosecco. Nine quid. I mean, I, I ain't saying that's like a good thing, but I was <laughs> I was out to get pissed. That was my day. I don't know how much a, a general bottle of prosecco is, though. Is that a good price? I don't. I, I don't think know. well for a bottle of white wine. Was it a supermarket brand? We went version? to te- the Tesco, like nearest the train station. Yeah, we we discussed getting wine. <laughs> it wasn't a lot. Oh, uh, to be honest, this is the story. This is how the story went. I went to pick up a bottle of peach and mango Echo Falls, <laughs> and my um, colleague with me said, "Bloody hell, Dan, you're better than Echo Falls." I goes, "You're right. I'll have a bottle of prosecco." That's how that's how it came about because I was going to get a bottle of red, and I thought I had in with the hangover no, of red wine. Forget that. I, I'm, it's, it's too old for that shit. I'm just the anger. I was just get worse as you get older. The, they ain't worth it. I was in bed till like three o'clock on Sunday because <laughs> of the flipping prosecco and all the southern comfort that I'd had. And the only thing with red wine, the only thing that solves me, is a, a cheese spread sandwich and a cup of soup the next morning. 
Cheese I had spread sandwich and a cup of soup. Not, not dipping in. I was going <laughs> to say. But there's... A cheese bread sandwich and then a hot cup of soup instead of a tea or something, only with red wine. Don't look any other time. I don't know how even how I even found that out to work. I just need a Mackey's breakfast. Mackey's breakfast does for me. I had an Aunt Sally's Caribbean on Broad Street <laughs> after I got back into town. Carried on drinking. I went. I was in Planet for an hour. So I mean, Is that Planet's still going. Yeah, it's been, yeah. been repainted as well. Whoa. Inside, as anyway, it's probably still sticky floor. I was in Planet. Then I went to. The hogs, and then I ended up in the hummingbird. So it was like half past two in the morning. I got in Sunday after being up from like drinking up from nine o'clock in the morning Saturday. So Sunday was a write-off, and then I had a pizza on the night. Fair play. I was back. Not a lot of it got eaten, but it was there. Did you have it the next day? Yes, of course (laughs) we did. Yeah, waste haste. Gave me a bit of heartburn, but (laughs) we go again. What? What do we? Okay, finally for Leicester. Then what do we take away from it? Is it just the case actually? There's still a lot of positivity going forward. Yes, it was defeat. Yes, it was annoying given the performance of, of how we play compared to Leicester. But ultimately, all the positive signs were there. Yeah, I mean, I looked forward to watching Match of the Day that night after a defeat. That tells you everything you need to know mm. about it. It was just, it, it was a good performance. We were unlucky. Simple as. Dan, are you still part of Positive Club following Always. the result? Positive all we need Club is the rubber the green. All you need is the rubber the green in the Prem. Ideally, the first goal always helps. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. There's 36 games to go. 36 games. We can still win the league. <laughs> hey, Leicester did it. Leicester did it. And, and Blackburn. No one talks about Blackburn yeah. anymore. Oh, remember that. Didn't Blackburn lost to Liverpool last day, didn't they? On that. And then Man United drew to West, West Ham. Ham yeah. Andy oh. Cole missed about 400 one on ones. Oh, great times. In that black. Sharp you come awake here. I remember like it was yesterday. I remember I love the nineties. Was it not was it not the one where they had the grey? No, because they, they only wore that at um that grey nonsense Southampton. Southampton. Oh, oh well they changed it at half time. Yeah, yeah. lost six three. They lost a villa in that strip as well, I think. Great why, times. What, why can't people do that anymore? Come on. Just Nike and Adidas just to template strips and ruin it for the kids. Now, why can't teams just do that at half time? Just change, change their kit. I'd like to see that again. But why on earth did they have a third kit there anyway? Because the Man United and they could afford to. Because you think about it, that was that was like ninety six. Yeah. And so they took the grey white kit down, thinking, yeah, oh, that's not going to clash with red and white stripes and black shorts and socks, which it doesn't. So that's obviously already been agreed with the league. Why have they got the red, blue and white stripe one from the year before in the back of the in the back of the coach? Unsullied. Yeah. Things I like to see this season from a couple of weeks ago. Someone changing the kit at half time. Let's bring those nostalgia memories back. Dan Sinkin. What's your opinion on like these people are moaning about the fireworks before the game now? <laughs> Why are people moaning about that? The people don't want it. I'll probably never get to go to WrestleMania. That's the nearest I'm going to get to it. <laughs> it's fireworks. Just just enjoy yourself. <laughs> I mean, it's like you take Newcastle at home again. Where fireworks going to hit someone in the face? Yeah. Just just enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy the spectacle because it, it might go away. People don't like fun. That's it. There's so much fun police around Wolves, online and offline See, at the moment. This is why we're the second worst city in the country. Yes. Or second worst county, <laughs> as they as they published on the Express and Star today, which made me realise, yeah, we am the second yeah. worst. City. We're also what the, the second best place in the country to raise a family as well. Yeah. Oddly, oh. talk about moaning, gentlemen. <laughs> Should we do a, a different feature? So we tangent on to a Wolves-style version of Room 101. We did this on Twitter over the weekend. We got some really good responses, so thanks for tweeting us at WGFC Fancast. So we're going to do it on the table here, and I'm going to let Dan 
and Stu, and perhaps myself, I might give myself a bit of an opinion for once, um, <laughs> to do uh, Room One One. If for some reason you're too young or don't watch it, I think is it still on BBC Two? Is it still it's on a, though? It's the last season, eh? I think it's because he said on Absolute a few weeks ago that it won't be renewed. Uh, okay. but I don't know if it's currently on at the minute. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, if you don't... I watched it the other week, oh, that Vicky McClure from what This Is England was on. So basically, yeah. if you don't know what Room 101 is, it's basically an idea where you go on the show and you basically you put forward your things that you want to get rid of completely. It might be complete little things, really big things, and the hosts. It is just the host who decides whether to put it in Room 101. To, or, you know, basically, let's yeah, do you, it a you bit. Yeah, you nominate items. So let's do this on a Wolves version. Is there anything about uh, Wolves, whether it be something the club does, something that happens on match day, just something about we do as fans... Or perhaps part of our traditional culture, you just think, oh, I just wish we stopped doing that now. Let's just get rid of that. That you could put in, in Room 101, and the other two people on the table will decide whether we think that should go in Room 101. Dan, give us give us I'll, one. I'll give you a light eye one, which is long-standing member of the fan cast, Alex, in the WhatsApp group after any defeat. <laughs> yeah, so people are obviously privy to our WhatsApp group, but Alex is very... Because uh, it's encrypted. It's very, very negative club. I'm just... I think on the, on the vow, on the bound, I'm just trying to seep out a negative club. I'm still there slightly. Yeah, but he is a parody. We did WhatsApp group before the Ramble did as well. So let's make that clear. I think WhatsApp's been out for a while. Though, no, they then mentioned it on the Ramble. They started that this season. We mentioned WhatsApp group last season. I'm sure they've had a WhatsApp group for it. Probably only mentioned it this yeah, season. That's what I'm I mean. sure they've got it for a long time. Our WhatsApp conversations have So been you mentioned. want to put in room one at Wolves, you want Alex. to propose. Just, just after any defeat. Just like a two-hour period where he goes into room 101 and then... If he's I don't think you come out of it if you go into it. So you're basically saying you want to put in room 101 the ability Alex. for Alex to be negative after a game if it's a yeah. negative because result. Some, sometimes he does have valid points, but the timing is just... Yeah, if he was put into a dark room with all the WhatsApp group after a defeat, he wouldn't come out alive. He's playing up to it now, though. He is. Yeah. He's a little swine. He's After Villa and what happened with that one... He's playing up to it now. Because it. There's times. Category double A swear words aimed at him after the uh, Villa last yeah, season. There's, there's times where the myth of like hooliganism in Russia wanted <laughs> to be true. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, people listening are going to be not sure about this one. But, Stu, would you put Dan's suggestion in Room 101? Wolves Room 101? Yes. I will agree. Let's put it in, I haven't got any kind of fact. That's you. Give us a suggestion for uh, Wolves Room 101. Right. The the entirety of Wolves Twitter. Okay. All of them. Not all of Wolves Twitter, surely, though. Ma- mainly us. <laughs> but now, the, the vast majority of the negative idiots on there who moan and moan and whinge about every single possible thing in the world. Um, man, let's, oh, let's, let's drop Moutinho. Let's bring Sace back. Last year, they moaned about Sace. What can we man about this year? Oh, we can, we can't have fireworks because fireworks are fun. Where else don't we hate? Oh, we don't hate the new LED, the new LED boards. They're too bright. We can't look at the match properly, which is another one I've read. So, is this negative opinions ne- about Wolves on Twitter? This is what ne- I'm trying to. Negative opinions that make no sense. Basket the Wolves fun police. Yeah, Wolves fun police on Twitter who can't have anything nice. And well, things have are going find, so well, they have to find have something to, find to the negative about. For something, for no reason whatsoever. I mean, but the vast majority of this is on Molyneux Mix and Twitter and Dingle's AWE and stuff like that. Social media forums then, yeah, basically. No, normal, sensible people in the pubs generally 
Is it any different to being sometimes? Come on. Generally, yeah. You you got the the odd one or two in the corner who ain't been to a match for about twelve years, who now got the the new shirt and the scarf and everything. Oh, I was there, and they just lie. People in the lion. There's people like drunk who who have a little grumble, but some of the people on Twitter are on crack. (laughs) But isn't that the fun of Twitter in some ways? Don't get like I think we all get our annoyances at, at, at certain aspects of it, but. Surely, isn't it the fun that you get to have that you can have debate, the, yeah. or is it that the debate side of it has, in recent years, has gone out of it? It's not debate, is it? In their eyes, it's fact. That's the that's the problem. That what they say is fact, and they're not in. They're not willing to debate what they're saying, and they're getting all wound up about it for no real reason whatsoever. When there's no need, when we're having the best years of our lives, well, our lifetimes as Wolves fans and they're still moaning and bitching and whinging and fighting each other I can't uh, even enjoy a glass of Prosecco without being <laughs> bullied online exactly I'm a, I'm a new fan yeah uh, how does that work okay so Stu's idea Dan of how do you know this Twitter negative opinions not enjoying what's going well at the minute at Wolves social media fun police Social media fun police is what he's called. Would you like to put that in Wall's room one hour? Is there like a wicker man basket with him <laughs> as well? Yeah, chuck him in. Okay, we'll put him in. We'll put him in. What's mine? Uh, see, Ben a couple of weeks ago did the whole fans filming stuff again. <laughs> filming during like before a corner, a corner or a free which, which Luke did for the, uh, the the Neves goal against Everton. I can't believe he did that. It, it is a good video, but it's like a good if you missed a moment it. of it. having to like stop the recording to actually remember to celebrate. Yeah, I I'm not. Anyway, the only the, the one I would say is it goes back to Twitter again. Fan ITKs, I just can't <laughs> stand fan ITKs. And don't get me wrong, you know the whole thing with football where you have a conversation with someone and you go, "Oh, my mate works at so and so, and he knows someone, and they're saying we're also going to do this." That's fine. Because I think that's part of football, being a fan and having all those stories and the, the brothers and the uncles and the aunts. I just think on Twitter sometimes, when you get people who are either trying to make out that they know something, and you and it's basic, it, it's two ways, isn't it? It's either somehow they know something, but it almost makes them look a bit egotistical, or they don't know something, but they're trying to make out they do, but isn't that just embarrassing that they're trying to make out they know something? I don't, I just if, don't get what you're trying to benefit from trying to suggest that you're obviously never going to say what it is. That's the thing. If they know what it is, say, just say. It you're not even going to say, name your source. It's Twitter. It's anonymous in the best, mm. best part of the time. If you know something and you want to share it, just fucking do it. What if you have a Spears Boylson moment now? <laughs> well then, that shit happens, don't we? Yeah. yeah. But that's, like the, that's what um, I just don't get. I don't see what you're unless you're trying to gain some kind of social media points. But that's what I, mean. I just don't. I don't see what. What people gain people from it? What just, you're trying to, what people you're trying just to do? like to feel special, don't they? It's like parody accounts. I would, I would love to be the one who unveiled Matinho signing for Wolves like Nicholas Alec. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got that. On, he fair to know. He got that. Both of them. Well, yeah. It's nice to be in the know. And yeah, but yeah. and he did it. He did it. The way he went about the whole thing, he didn't do it in an arsy way, did he? He did it. Oh, he stirred people. Oh, he, yeah. he got he, everyone. He played the game. Really excited. He played the game, but he had the payoff. Yeah, I've got no problem with that. That's, that, that's, that's also good. The, transfers aren't guaranteed, yeah. are they? So it can fall through. So surely there's just a, there is a risk that you're gonna you can make yourself look an idiot. But also, if you say Wolves are going to make a big signing, and you don't say who it is, and Wolves then make a signing, you could make out that that was 
anyone without actually knowing who it was if you kind of see Madrid. Rashford was going to sign, but then it came out in Switzerland and then we weren't able to get it over the line because it, it got a bit twitchy about it because everybody knew Rashford was coming. <laughs> <laughs> right, fan ITK is on Twitter. Dan? Straight in. Yes. Straight in. Also, right, let's do a couple on Twitter. Uh, Adam Thompson, uh, former fan casting, of course, via Crywolf, uh, suggested Hi Ho Silver Lining. Mm, Put it in the bin. Without going down, like, we've got to get the liquidator back. What what would be the anthem then if we didn't have I.O. Silver Lining? Yeah, it's too, especially against Everton, It was that was the loudest I've ever heard. It. It, against Everton, it was the loudest I've heard the ground since that Palace game in 97. Oh, tears. Uh, right, next one uh, from uh, Jamie Taylor, who says, uh, the need to preface every Wolves-related opinion with, I've been following the Wolves or have a city ticket for so many years. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Would, do you want to get rid of that? Yeah. No, because I've been going for. Oh, it's the first one. It's not going in. No, yeah. put, put it in because if you. No, you, we, we've all got to unanimously agree. I, I would, I would put that in. Yeah, because it's there's no need unless you, unless you want to prove yourself, then fine. But don't Quick. prove yourself before you're asked to do that. Quickly, it's tweet like... Jamie and say, "Does he like prosecco?" And his answer will be whether I decide whether it goes in or not. <laughs> Okay, so, so you're you're doing with the youth, uh, <laughs> right? Rich, <laughs> Richard Marlow, fans who uh, can't find their seat at two fifty seven. So basically, fans who literally turn it right to the last minute. Yeah. Mm. I don't sound like people like queuing in, like they've been to the pub until like five to three and then rushing in. But it's I think where it's coming from is the people who just can't work out the rows and the seats. It's like right. One, it's, it's A, B, C, D, all the way to Z, then it goes A, A, all the way up to Z, Z, or whatever it is. I, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't really have a problem with this. I, I can, understand the frustration, but I, I don't There have is problem. some stupid places where they have weird little constructs where it's like, the rows are still the same, um, A, then A, double A's and whatever, but then you have sometimes you have numbers, like, I can't remember where it is now, but it's like, I think it's 1 to 50 in one block, and then another block, it starts again, 1 to 50. Mm. And then you can get confused. But, yeah, there's, there's too many variables in that one. That one can stay out. So it's not going in... Uh, and and Davey Hope Hop, fancy leave the game a couple of minutes to beat the traffic? Yeah, Alex. <laughs> I get that, though. I get that. But you wouldn't... Again, they'll... Get they... what? Leaving early? <laughs> Yeah, a couple of minutes if we're 4-0 down and it's a couple of minutes to no, go. No, if you're 4-0 down and you've got to you stay to boo them off. You don't, <laughs> you don't go early, you stay to boo them off. I've, okay. done, I've done that about three or four times in 20-odd years. So I've been a fan for 22 years. Um, I just don't understand. What's the point? Uh, things like that. If we are getting absolutely spanked, uh, the Albion 5-1 was one I left at 4-0 because I just couldn't take it anymore. And Arsenal away in in uh, Fabregas' debut when I think we were four 0 down and I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> but it gets to that stage, but not when you're like two one down or, or it, it, especially worse when we're winning and people leave because oh the job's done now. Why don't you stay and actually give your applause and appreciation to people? That's it would have been easy to like leave a few minutes early Saturday, but you, you stay at the end to give them, to clap them off because they've they've done well. Yeah, and so the, the whole West Ham thing, Pellegrini was giving men. In the press conference about it, saying we need the fans behind us, not leaving. I mean, yeah, because 
You don't again. You don't do it at the theatre. You don't do it at the cinema. You stay till the end, especially Marvel films because you oh, know you'll yeah, be you've got to. Oh, I remember when we left um, the, the film early, the rat race with like Bruce Willis in there. We left that. We left that early because he was crap. Then I watched it a few times. I thought that was decent. That was, but <laughs> I went with the crowd and left early. So, so I'm on the wasp for the day. It's good. People leaving me credits. Why are you leaving me credits? You know what happens now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I get proper end of credit. Post credit, he's sometimes a bit daft. Yeah, that one. You don't do most of them now, but the one halfway through the credits, you have to watch. Yeah, especially watching in the credits one. unfold halfway in the gangway, knowing there's something about to happen. Yeah, I do like some cinemas now when there isn't a post credit scene, they will come in and go, "Guys, there's no post credit scene." Yeah, oh, that's nice. They turn the lights up. Yeah, um, but there's a couple of times when we, my brother's done it, and then it means it, watching it without me. And I've told him, and he's had to watch it on YouTube on a, on a shaky cam picture. I think you could have just stayed for one more minute. Yeah. Uh, Lobos Wolves, the insufficient amount of balti pies at half time. Oh. <laughs> oh, here we go. He's rolling the sleeves up. Here we go. And then calumny of the, the prices at Leicester £4.60 for a balti pie. £4.60. That's, that's just wrong, isn't and it, it? I think it was four ninety a bottle of uh, a pint of Chang as well. And there was a lot of people in there. The thing that I liked when I said there was quite a few people on the tills. We actually got a free point out of the one girl because we, we gave her that much drinks to order. She got that confused <laughs> that she just ended up giving us an extra point. At them prices, you, should, you deserve one. It should be two, buy two, get one free. There was a lot of people, a lot of proper professional drinkers on the other team who just point blank refused. You think, well, there you go. You've lost, what well, a point a point normally about seven, eight quid. And they just lost out then, for just in principle. Right, we'll leave it there. But uh, send us your suggestions. Uh, do we do see fancast on Twitter for Wolves Room One Hundred and One, gentlemen? Let's talk about the lovely game at the weekend, Saturday. Half five kickoff, I believe, on telly once again. It's half five kickoff. No, what kickoff? What twelve? Half twelve. It's a good thing then, because I always turn up for half five. Uh, half twelve kickoff on Saturday. We'll take on Manchester City. Um, Can we try and take them to penalties again? Well, this is the thing. Are we going to get the clean finish? That we so desired. Obviously, we had the classic cup game uh, last season, uh, which we'll talk about the documentary in a second. But if you've watched the documentary, of course, there is an episode with that in. But in the game where Wolves still frustratingly should have won that game away. Uh, but Man City's results, of course, uh, stopped the season 2 0 away, win against Arsenal, 6 1 <laughs> home win against Huddersfield. No Kevin De Bruyne, of course. Uh, David, Silver, David Silver is back in the fold. Mendy. Is also back in the fold after his injury laden season last season, but has already made an instant impact. Uh, other things you should know: they they play three five two against Huddersfield. They they do kind of play a very similar style to us, which is that's going to be very interesting to see. They wish, yeah. <laughs> but this is what's scary up front: Aguero uh, and Jesus on the bench, Sane, Sterling, Morris, and Walker. <laughs> that's just incredible, gentlemen. Now, is this could this be because Man City have just not stopped since last season? And this is why I think it could be quite a fun game at the weekend. Is this one of the greatest opposition teams that we've ever could have ever seen, Dan Molyneux? Easily, absolutely easily. Um, but the Invincibles? Oh yeah, they were. They were. They were. The Invincibles were a very good organised team. They they're passed they it around. Play, yeah, they, they don't play with flair, do they? That's the thing. This Man City side are an absolute joke. Invincibles was brutal, but City are a bit more pleasant on the eye mm. at yeah. times. I mean, Arsenal played some great stuff in that under Wenger at that time. So basically, Wolves could lose quite easily, but you could come away with a smile on your face because yeah. you've been entertained. I mean, if we get spanked, look, Huddersfield were a joke. 
they're going to finish below Cardiff because they're just pathetic. And like Alex said, even Alex doesn't know half the team. And <laughs> the amount of nonsense places in Europe he's been to to watch football and he doesn't know half this Huddersfield team. I don't know where they've come from. The second and Bundesliga too, I think a lot of them uh, when they went up, but they just didn't try against them. And at least like in the game at the Etihad last season, we had a go. And if you know had the game plan right, didn't you? That yeah. day, and I think mm. they'll have something cute this Saturday. It's just it's whether we can create chances like we did last time. And as long as as long as we have a go, at them, and as long as we don't just don't sit back and just take it. If you give give some out, and Make it look <laughs> look like we're actually trying to score. We've just got I mean, to work our way into yeah, the game. I mean, you just, it, it, it's one of those games where if Wolves aren't, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Wolves at all, if Wolves aren't 2-0 down after 20 minutes, there's definitely a game on. Yeah. Because Man City, with how they play, could easily... I know Man City seems to be a lot better as the game goes on, but Man City, with this side, could kill the game off quite easily. And that's I think in some ways that's the thing... You want Wolves to be in the game, yeah. Don't was, you? Like Chelsea, um, like Chelsea game a couple of years ago at home. Oh, in the in the cup, yeah. When yeah. Savile missed, yeah. If that had gone in, and we would have been in a position then to push on, but we never did, and it went flat mm. after that. You can't and, allow them to get comfortable that their back line is in our half. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got. I mean, they played that system. On Saturday, because I mean, they normally play with the back four, but why would you against Huddersfield? Yeah. <laughs> so you'd think they might go back to the back four again. And yeah. you know, strange things have happened, of course. I, I remember a few years ago when we started doing this podcast, we had played Bolton away in the Premier League and we'd lost. I think Matt Jarvis missed a sit in the last minute. And on Twitter, I put this thing saying, oh, you never know, we, we you know, we could beat Man United at the weekend. And everybody had a right go to the fancast Wolves. channel. And what happened? Wolves. Wolves 2, Man United 1. Yeah, it it is, could be a classic it Wolves moment. It would be a classic Wolves to win on Saturday, but then we'd probably go and lose to West Ham, wouldn't we? <laughs> um, it's 10-1 to 1 at the mini. We bet 3-6-5 to win. 10-1 at home, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Let's talk about... Has anybody watched the Man City documentary? I've seen the first half. I've seen the Prime. first four. If you've got Amazon Prime, of course you can go watch it. And I've watched the first... I'm on episode four at the minute. But it is really good. Yeah. I haven't been able to illegally stream it yet. The only clip I've seen is that bloke who's um, put Ricky Gervais in the office. In <laughs> over that clip of Pep in the dressing room, which is quite funny if you haven't seen it. I've seen some people make the comment of when there is the Wolves bit on there. Um, that if you were frustrated about Nipakari missing that chance in the last minute, you'll get even more frustrated watching the documentary. Which I can't understand because uh, as you follow the documentary, it's actually going in time. Yeah. So episode four is just after Christmas. They must so they're going to have to go back in time. For they must it. be doing the cup separate. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So I'll I mean, see what happens. It's a very well-made documentary, to be fair. Very well. Obviously it is, but they're just a, they're just a class above. And you see, it's pep. It's like watching Barcelona and Bayern, hmm. but it is. And we've never seen anything like that before. No. So there's no shame in getting spanked by him. And there's no problem in, in looking forward to a game where you're seeing a good opposition team. Yes, no. you want to beat them, but there's no problem in that, is there? No, of course they I mean, if, if people... Uh, you know that they are, they're going to be writing their obituaries ready and waiting for about 10 to 3 on Saturday afternoon. So, oh, it's not Nuno out, get Big Sam in and all the usual bollocks. Hmm. Just fuck off and don't turn up. Yeah. Just just don't bother because I don't like using the word free hit. It is a free but hit. But it's technically a, a game where there's no pressure on us at all. There's absolutely no pressure whatsoever. And just enjoy. <laughs> this is what we all wanted. We wanted to play against teams like this. If we get anything at all, 
even if we come away again with one or two nil defeat and we've put a show in and think, yeah, we're here, we're here to make an impact. Mm. Good, fine, but <laughs> you'd never expect any points from this. If we get any, it, it's superb. Is this an opportunity then? I mean, one story that came out, typical kind of uh, tabloid story, but uh, Man City after Neves for, what, £62 million? Which, let's be honest with you, as long as Neves has a good season, he's off anyway. But is this a chance for people like Neves, uh, Jota, uh, Torre, Costa, Bolly, really to kind of, especially on TV and especially against a side like Man City, to say this is who we are and this is what what we're made of? I've been talking, well, thinking all day that now surely Neves won't go in January. But he'll, but he'll be able to play in the Champions League for him as well. Yeah, but he could do that in a year though, couldn't he? I know, but that gives him more reasons for him to sign him in January. If he's if he's playing that well up until Christmas, then maybe he could go in January. I've oh. literally just had a panic. <laughs> Never, okay, let's say, hypothetically, January, Man City signed Nevers for £17 million early in the window, and Wolves are, pff, I don't know, 12th. Would that be such a problem? The no. return of 15 to £17 million? That's <laughs> really fine. Oh, only if Taliska comes in. Yeah. <laughs> if it, if he were twelfth in January, I don't see why he would. Just because of the the, the type of guy he seems to be. He's on a long term deal now. Yeah. Gentleman's agreement, surely behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, you think give us give us this year. If we if we go down there, of course you can go. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So, well, ever said to him, in then five years, we're going to be. Chat pushing for European three, is that what they've said to me? Maybe. Well, said, well, yeah. Well, I mean, it, apparently the, not, we want to win the, the seven, title. The seven years. <laughs> I ha- don't. Give, I, I like. I like the ambition, but I hate it when when we you see stuff like that. We want to win it because you're almost setting yourself for a fall. Yeah, no. no, there was no actual quotes. There was there in that whole article. Ah, uh, okay. It was again. It was implied. Ah, uh, right. So the okay. whole thing. You got Eddie on WM phone off, nearly giving himself a hernia um, at the thought of it all. Um, and, he, and I'm presuming he's, he was soon back on yesterday after their brilliant win against Steve. Um, but I don't see why he, unless we were in a terrible position, which again, why would they sell him in that place anyway? I can't see him going in January. I can't really, unless we, unless we have players massively fall off like we have so far with Jotter and Costa and mm. Bolly in the first game, and we we cut adrift. Then and they say, well, fair enough. But no, nah, I can't see. Our team for the week, and then would you make any changes to the team from Leicester at all? I mean, we've talked about Dendonka, perhaps not, we wouldn't think he'd be in the, in, in the lineup or the squad, but would you make any changes? From st- I'd start the same team that started. Yeah. And you keep Troyer on the bench. Just give him a. You've got to give him another chance. If you, go, if you can't perform, raise your game and perform against Man City, if you're going to throw yourself on the ground against Man City, then. What does that say about you? So Costa and Jota have massively got to step up. There's no need to change anyone else. Everyone, everyone just picks themselves. Um, but you got Troy on the bench. That's I mean the bench isn't that strong anyway. Mm. Um, so you need someone like Troy to come on if there's a, any chance whatsoever we can chase the game. That's the, what concerns me with Troy away is you don't want to be going behind. Early in the game, because then his point is coming on. Then isn't it? Well, it, you it, want to try and hit him against against teams who would sit back. But Man City ain't going to sit back against us, are they? No, but I mean, but they're going to push up on us most of the game. Yeah, I'll, try I'll, and yeah, hit him early with the counter, and then you've got someone to hold on to. Breeze, I don't think Costa's at it at the moment. He seems, 
like what the fear was that he's put too much on, that he's bulked up too mm. far, and it's affected his game. I don't know if there's anything in that, but I don't know why else he'd be so different. We'll see. Let's do, before we do the quiz, the versus quiz that Dan's got, let's do predictions for Saturday lunchtime. Uh, Stu, what are you going for at this moment in time, Wolves versus Man City? <laughs> um, optimistic, maybe 2-1 smashing grab, but realistically it's going to be about 40. <laughs> so what what are you going for now? I'll... I'll stick with my uh, usual positive outlook. I'll say 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one to Wolves, <laughs> yeah. you're saying there. Dan, what are you going for as of now? In a dream world. <laughs> in a world. In a dream world, I'd like Wolves 4, Man City 3 with Aguero getting Atrix going to be my dream team. Yeah. In a, in a realistic world. I'm hoping for a 0-0. A 0-0. Of course, Wolves did win their first ever Premier League game against Man City. Kevin Keegan was the man. Colin Cameron got the goal. I'm going for a optimistic 3-1 defeat. Well, it's standard for me, isn't it? It's an optimistic 3-1 defeat would be Wolves going up 1-0 yeah. and then losing 3-1. <laughs> Wolves to really raise our hopes and then come back to our... We'll do the versus quiz. Dan, we need some light. So I'm going to ask you to go to the light switch over there and bring us a light for the quiz. There we go. Oh, they're my eyes. Well, so, uh, so yeah, Dan does these quizzes which have been really popular in our group chat. No one's actually told us if they like them so far. Well, we're going to keep <laughs> doing no them. no one said that they don't like them. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. That's the positive And point. I have played along at home so far. Well done. And how have you got on? Not very well. <laughs> so it's going to be uh, me against Stu. Uh, on the Wolves versus Man City quiz, did you have to change some of the questions that, um, because we were talking about what the questions could be? It, yeah, to a degree. I, I try and make them easy, but I don't, I don't like making them too easy because that would just be poised. No one likes to be treated like a child. What colour did Wolves play last time they played Man City? <laughs> right. Yeah. Depends if Kit Crimes is involved. Exactly. Is it out of ten? There's one, two, three, oh. four, five... And then a tiebreaker question. Okay, so I five. Three, yeah, That's so. good. Right, so me against Stu. Play along at home at WFC Fancast on Twitter and Wolves Fancast on Facebook. Of course, Dan, take it away. Right. In the 1996-97 season, on Sky, Wolves beat Manchester City 3-0. Ooh. Can you name one of the scorers? First goal, Robbie Keane. No. This was a, it was a home game. Oh, not the way at Main Road. Oh, sh- I'm coming to that, Stuart. Oh. Jesus Christ. I watched that in... Uh, 96, 97. There's two... We won 3-0, but there was two Wolves goal scorers. Oh, so 96, get, 97. The obvious... You've, you've already had a guess, Stu. Dave to steal. <laughs> I'm just... just. I hate quizzes. Emblem. No. Oh. Robbie Dennison? Robbie Dennison scored the third. With his that- left foot, he cut him from the right. and he, he, Oh, he's beautiful. Yeah. Stevie Ball? No. Oh. I don't think Ball played that day. Ewan? Ewan Roberts. Oh, Ewan Roberts. Love it. Right, so Stu gets that one. One of Stu. Right. In the 2011-12 season, we played Manchester City in the League Cup at home. We lost 5-2. Yes. But who equalised for Manchester City that day? Oh. I know who scored for us, the second of, the, of that. Good old Jamie O'Hara. Yeah. Milias the first. Who equalised for Man City? Yeah. We were winning that game then. We were one nil up. Milias, yeah. Who equalised Man City? I think Milias gets more mentions on this podcast than any other player at the last He season. is a fancast call hero. He's part of the fancast hall he of fame. He's only there one season or two. Yeah, he was there for two, wasn't he? Yeah, he was kind of. We need to do oh, the yeah. fancast hall of fame, but he will be in, inducted in that fancast hall of fame. Um, I'm going to guess. 
think so. It could be a trick question. It could have been like an own goal or something. No, no. Oh, okay. I'm going to guess Sean Wright Phillips. No, I don't, I'm not sure whether he'd have been there in no, 2012. I was, I, I was thinking that, but that was the first, our first Premier League experience. Oh, I might, I might know. I yeah. might know. Um, I might know. Actually, I don't, but anyway. Son? No. It was Adam Johnson. Oh, oh, Adam Johnson. Wonder what happened to him. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> right. So it's 1-0 still. Right, going back to what Stu said a moment ago. Wolves took all three points away at Manchester City in 1999, thanks to a Robbie Keane winner. But who was his strike partner that day? 99. You uh, first, Dave. Oh, I d- <sighs> this is so terrible at quizzes. Robbie Keane. He didn't because he played up front on his own. No, no. Just, you wouldn't have a stroke partner that way. See, this is why you're not good at questions. No, exactly. The, the questions in the answers, you had a stroke partner. Um, I thought it was a trick question. I thought, like, maybe. Come on, Dave, I've got to, I've got to push you on this. It's 11 o'clock, Dave. George and Dar. No. I don't know. Come on, Stu, it's a steal. I was thinking that Akin Boy, but he was bought later to replace him, already, so it's not him. Um, it was also the first year of. Um, Squad numbers and names on the back in the division one. Oh, oh I've got, I've got a guess. I've got a guess. I've got a guess. He was in. You'd think number nine that year, wouldn't you? Uh, I think I know who it is. N- no, he can't be. Well, she got a pressure. Mixu? Has he gone by then? No, I think I don't think he'd have been there then. No. Was it? It wasn't Claridge, was it? No, it was oh. Havard Flo. Oh. Havard Flo. Oh. I loved Havard Flo. Havard Flo, I loved him. I absolutely loved Havard Flo. Back in the days when Wolves signing like exotic foreigners after a World Cup. He was signing because he was Torre Andre Flo's cousin. Yes, yeah, pretty much. Do you remember when we were linked to the, uh, the Czech uh, goalkeeper after Pet- the 96 Pet- Euros? Kuba. I remember reading that in the Golds Express and Star. Peter Kuba. So, what, we're on question four now? Dan, yeah. Dan, bless you, we still 1 0 up. <laughs> in uh, Wolves' first Premier League season, we drew three all away at Manchester City. Heartbroken with a Sean White Phillips equaliser late. Oh. Heartbroken me that day. Oh, I attacked a fence outside a church. <laughs> That's where the car was parked. I never wanted to hit someone my height so mm-hmm. much. But who missed a penalty for Wolves that day? Oh, I love it. What say? What year? What, what mm. the first season? Two thousand and four. Would have been. Two thousand four. Would have been. Yeah. Two thousand four. That missed a penalty. Was only on Twitter the other day. Where it met Kennedy's goal. Yeah. It was a oh yeah, yeah yeah. Um, Who's on pens with Irwin? No. Dave to steal. Everson. No. <sighs> it was Colin Cameron. I was going to say Cameron. I thought maybe it can't be that obvious. Okay, so, so I've got to get this to tie. Yeah, but there's there's a, a five second limit oh. to answering the question because I've got to put you on a countdown for this one. Okay. How many letters make up Wolverhampton Wolves and Manchester City? Five. Cuatro. Tres. 26. Dos. No, it was oh. 36. Oh. Was that the tie break? No, that the tie break was. Hang on, Stu didn't gonna... even... Why did... Yeah, because that would just be like... Maybe you could have just said no and let Stu have... Have like the last two seconds? Yeah. I've just... Okay, sorry. Or you can give him five seconds and he could have answered. Well, it's a score there now. Let's lose, lose the last question as the last one then, see if I can tie. It can be a draw. Stu's probably researched this all week because <laughs> he knows I'm a bit of a swine. For the, but for the tiebreaker, or we, is it a draw? If it... it will be a draw if I get it. The last time Wolves beat Man City was on the 30th of October 2010. But who was top of the charts that week? Oh, 
funny. See, this is. <clears throat> I thought you'd have been researching this after no. all, all week in the WhatsApp wanna, group. is teasing. I don't want to do it. I thought I'm not going to cheat. I want to do it off the top of my head like everyone else does. It wasn't 20... Slipknot with. <laughs> 2010. So it's post university day, so when, when music didn't count to me anymore. <laughs> and it's before it would have been Pop Idol, as in the Christmas number one. 2010 only seems about two years yeah. ago. <laughs> Sugar Babes. No. Something you have in your fridge. Let's not start that debate mayo. again. It's not mayo. Oh, the ketchup song. No. Oh, what? Oh, come on. You know my train of thought there, though. Well, yeah. But sorry, no, it was. What was it? Bruno Mars bar. Yeah, but really with just the way you are. I would not have got the fridge thing from that. Well, it's Mars. You put your chocolate in the fridge. No. You do, in fairness. Yeah, my train of thought was surely better. No. Anyway, Stu, well done. You won the quiz one 0 <laughs> A clean Park the buzz and won one nil. With, <laughs> what, what questions did you get right? The uh, uh, goal scorer, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's do the final bit of the podcast. Twitter call New York questions answered from us, of course. Uh, magically, magically, uh, what do you call a man with a seagull on his head? He hasn't followed it up. Oh, that's, that's an old Gully. <laughs> it could be. Dan oh, Dan, Dan, Dan knows this. No. Tell us. It's it's some kind of innuendo, isn't it, that we just missed? Um, now, kind of a follow-on from two weeks ago, Stu. Can you lose your virginity to an invisible person? We never <laughs> answered that question. We just laughed, It was about we? the ghost, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Can you, Stu? She was, she was on this morning again, that woman. Can you lose your virginity to a ghost? Only if there's ectoplasm up the wall. Yes. Yeah. That scene in Ghostbusters. Quite seedy. Yeah, but like as a kid, you just don't realise. And yeah. you watch it, you just actually go... Hang on a second. Well, they can if they can produce matter, not the Man United one. Then, in theory, then yeah, of course. And an invisible person is still a person, so of course. So yes, it's the question. Both, yes to both. Can you say person nowadays, or is it not? Is it gender friendly? Or I think you can say person for now. Cameron Smith, <laughs> uh, Sunday dinner or full English breakfast? Full English Sunday dinner. We've had, we've been through this before. I'm not a big Sunday dinner fan. <laughs> Uh, a good old listener who you met the other day uh, for the first time, Todd DeWitt. Oh, Todd, very good. Uh, and his lovely uh, Mrs. Michelle. Uh, when's the American tour? <laughs> um, somebody pay us the money. Well, he, he said he was going to move over here the other day. Good. When, to the city of dreams. When walls have it's not brightened the worst it... away in five years' time on yeah. telly at the Metropolitan Stadium in Arkansas, <laughs> whatever it is, we'll, we'll go then. I think he's going to go MetLife uh, New York then. Yeah, Jets for life. Ah, Ridley, good. Ridley yeah. Fields, whatever. Anyway, someone give us some money and we'll go over, shall we? Why not? Yeah. Um, Gully says, uh, minute and scorer for the first goal on Saturday. Um. <laughs> One Aguero. <laughs> captain, triple captain for me. Six, six Jimenez. Yeah, I've I've got a feeling that we are going to get the first goal as well. Eighty nine yeah. bat, <laughs> um, sixteen volley, sixteen volley. Uh, Robbie Tinsley. Uh, in the light of how we're all feeling about three points on Saturday, what is the most surprise you've ever been by a Wolves result? Uh, in a bad way, 
the first game against Blackburn. We were first game back in the Premier League. Oh, the 5-1, ever... was yeah. it? 4-0 f- or 5-1. 5-1. Five, 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 five goal among contenders for Blackburn that yeah, day. Yeah. yeah, and then what followed the next couple of weeks, and I think, oh, this is not fun at all. Is it? Lost to Charlton. Like... Charlton 5 and then Chelsea 4 the other way around. Yeah, Charlton 4 and Chelsea 4. I remember Crespo came off the bench and going at in about 15 <laughs> minutes. Uh, good one. <laughs> I think actually the playoff final. Mm. Because of how brilliant we were, and also just because it was it's the playoffs and yeah, and it, never actually, worked for it us. actually happened. So yeah, probably uh, in recent memory, I think that that game against Man City at home in twenty, I want to say twenty eleven, where we won two one. Edwards, when Man City were just starting that kind yeah. of that what we know now, that was going to appear in the quiz, but it seemed a bit obvious to have a Dave Edwards answer because he <laughs> scored that regularly at the time. Yeah, so that one, and also beating Man United at home two one when Ella Kobe was nearly on a hat trick. But yeah, but that it wasn't w- really a surprise. That was just classic Wolves. That, yeah. there's, there's always that inner feeling that Wolves are going to pull out the unthinkable. That's when it was classic Wolves. I mean, it, can we even be classic Wolves in the Nuno break of dreams anymore, though? So the, all, all of the curses, it, does it work the other way? That When we, we won our first Premier League away game at Wigan, that was a surprise yes. to me. Yeah. 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 Because we, we didn't win that, that first away. We didn't win a away game that first Premier League, did we? No. So then I think, was that Wigan our first away game in that second of appearance yes it was yeah. Uh, yeah, Andy Keogh Andy Keogh a couple there? of first minutes yeah. what's the next question Dave I'm just trying to look oh hang on he's got a buzz was that me I think it was you yeah that's <laughs> that it's Jamie <laughs> replying it's Jamie <laughs> Taylor replying to my Prosecco <laughs> yeah. I'm reading this email to see whether it's something we can read out uh, can we talk about SummerSlam now oh, I've got to be careful we're talking about wrestling you read it at the end they can turn it off they can turn it off um, well while I read this question I will say I was underwhelmed by it. Really? Yeah, I, I really, really underwhelmed. I really enjoyed it for a change. I mean, I thought every single one, apart from the Strowman... Um, yeah, I can't read out that question. There we go, next one, carry on. <laughs> apart from the Strowman the director's cut? farce midway through against um, Kevin Owens, I enjoyed all of it. I, I genuinely did. And normally I'd be, I'd kind of wane halfway through. And thought, oh. I thought the main event was set up to be quite good and just petered out. I thought the um, the best match tonight was the first one. Uh, no Lynch, Charlotte, Becky. I thought it was the best match of the night. I thought, the and f- a good, good, uh, good surprise twist at the end of that match as well. Yes. Other question for email Twitter corner from Ed Farley. He's emailing from his sunbed in Ibiza as we're recording this. Go I on, believe. lad. Go on. Uh, so be tuning in to the podcast now. His question is, which is something we've touched on before, which Stu might not like. Uh, do you think that away from home, Sace? should be considered to replace Martinho. Right, hang on, he's got a lot more. Despite us playing well against Leicester, it could be argued that a bit more steel in central midfield would benefit us against a tougher opponent. Always enjoy listening. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Ed. Stu, how do you feel about Ed's opinion of away from home, Sace instead of Martinho? I don't think it makes a difference because we play the same way all the time. I know what, he mean, I know what he's saying, and it makes perfect sense, but you wouldn't really... From the creative point of view, from what Martinho did on Saturday, I mean, a couple of inches lower than that, no one would even be mentioning him. Mm. If he, if that goal had gone in the, at the bar, no one would say a word about him. I mean, it, it does seem that they're, they're trying to find scapegoats for different people. And I think he is, in this case, he makes a perfectly valid point that, yeah, going away to places like Man City away would make perfect sense to chop and change. Or Man City and, at home. No, well... 
I don't going to bring out the stars for the, the big games. I don't think Sace is disciplined enough to play against better teams anyway. Dendonka, maybe. But we don't know. Is Dendonka as good as we're making out? We don't know yet, though. <laughs> that's all. Everyone just thinks Dendonka's going to come in and that'll be it. That's the, the back the back line sorted. <laughs> but I know we can't be any mug if he's played for, like... It's not, I mean, it's only Anderlecht. It's, it's still Champions League, though. I oh, know, but, like... It's Champions League. Should we try or win a Champions League? <laughs> it's Champions League every year, and it's only just, like, a... Yeah, no, it's not. I just think we, we, we might be putting too much... Yeah, I don't... ...on this lad. Saw him in the, the one game against England. Didn't notice him. Yeah. So, that's but... concerns me. Were you looking for him, though, when he was playing for the opposition against England? Not no, really. I was no. in the Ox piss, to be so, honest. <laughs> I was watching it on my screen, so I was too, I was too dejected to go out. <laughs> and um, but I don't think it will be safe. I think it, long term it will be Dendonka playing in the middle. If we're playing with a whole a defensive minded point of view mm. to kind of shore up, then no problem with it whatsoever. Yeah. But at the minute, Leicester away, West Ham. If we go to West Ham and play safe instead of Moutinho, this is nonsense. Mm. They're terrible. Just quicker going back to Leicester. Do you know what we missed? Barry Singing. Douglas on set pieces. Oh, <laughs> don't bring all that pain. I was disappointed with Martini on set pieces. Yeah, they were, ter- they were very, very. Poor. I hope that's answered your question, Ed. I, I don't know if it, I forget it was mentioned on the podcast last week, but you know the whole story about him and us being a big WWE fan, of course. <laughs> Which funny, like you mentioned about the uh, seven years thing. If you read that article, there's not one quote from him saying he's a he's a fan. There was a picture of him in, in like a literature mass though. Yeah, I think he's. Has he read somewhere that he's friends with Rey Mysterio Junior? He's friends with Sinkara. Ah, okay. Um, that's that, but that's from an article from last year. They've just found that out. It was, I think it was in four four two or something a like fa- that. A Wolves player is actually a fan. Oh, I'm we still are like going to rinse this. Flabbergasted that Wolves player sponsored by Beats by Dre. Yeah, I mean we've we've come a long way from Steve Ball being um, his boots being made by Mizuno. <laughs> anyway. I've still got a Mizuno drill top. Jesus, just because from the nineties, it barely once it was too heavy, and what, I mean, it doesn't get cold enough in this country anymore to wear it. But I'll, I'll find it. Out. I'll put it on the group later. Anyway, we'll leave it to there. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Hill and Smith Limited and uh, PixelYetiMedia.com. You can follow us all week on social for your and trolls. Just find us. Uh, just type in Wolf's Fancast, and you'll probably find us there. Stu, you're going to make a point. Sheffield Wednesday. Well, yeah, we Sheffield Wednesday next week. Yeah, well, we, we yeah, we've got Sheffield Wednesday away in the Carabao Cup. That's all you need to know. Second round, isn't it? Yeah. Stu only wants to talk about because Stu's going. No, this is because I wasn't going, but now. Yeah, but you was never not going. I was, was. I was completely. No. I was completely not going. No, so I had no Stuart, money left. You was always going. So I, I put all my, my fifty quid I had left in my account to spend was put on my on the Spider Man pre order. Um, good man. Good but man. Then miss it. Said, can you take? Ethan to an away game. I said, well, not really because of the points. And then that get drawn out. I said, well... Don't talk about loyalty points. It could... Um, another no-no. He could get to Sheffield Wednesday, I suppose, but you have to get Spider-Man. She, no. Well, if you pay for him to do that, then I'll pay for Spider-Man. <laughs> she don't know the, the discrepancy with the price at the minute, but... But she <laughs> might find out now. A deal's a deal. Anyway, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week to talk about Man City, of course, and obviously a glorious victory against Sheffield Wednesday in the Cup but for this week and uh, a welcome back for the season gentlemen it's bye from Dan goodbye bye from Stu bye and I'm on with John next time (laughs) bye see you next time
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.